Hi, everyone. Michael McGinnis here. This podcast is a framework for personal growth and self-discovery. I begin my personal growth talks and workshops with a framework I developed based on years of research, understanding and applying personal growth and self-discovery techniques myself. The image that I share, which you can find on my website at www.growhumanpotential.com, the image that I share is unique in that it provides a framework for topics such as personal growth and self-discovery, which can mean many things to different people. The goal was to help those who were searching for answers within the stages associated with personal growth and self-discovery. This is often a highlight for many attending my talks since it provides them with ideas, inspiration, guidance, and a structure such as this framework. My life's purpose has been in large part all about these two topics, personal growth, self-discovery, and as I would put it, enlightenment really is the third stage that really became my focus in time. I began my journey consciously in my early 30s when the pain I buried from a past had erupted and I found myself alone, unhappy, depressed, scared, and unsure what to do. Ever since then, I have been immersed in personal growth and self-discovery, learning more about myself and of life itself. My initial journey was captured in my award-winning book, Discovering Michael, An Inspirational Guide to Personal Growth and Self-Discovery, Balboa Press, 2014. Since being published, I've been asked to speak on a variety of aspects of personal growth and self-discovery. A breakthrough came with the development of these frameworks to share with those who are curious and considering a journey of their own. Below is an overview of one of my frameworks that I will share here. Using a tree as an analogy to our life, hence the tree of life, our ability to achieve our potential comes from nurturing ourselves from the very seed from which we came from. And in developing that seed, us, now think of it, the original cell when we were born that in effect turned into a human body and has been growing ever since. And we develop that seed, hopefully to become a flourishing, resilient, strong, and beautiful tree or ourselves person, no matter where our seed was planted or the storms the seed had to weather. That's why the seed of a tree is such a great analogy to utilize for personal growth, self-discovery, and ultimately enlightenment. So let's talk about those three stages. First is personal growth. A tree's growth depends on what lies beneath the surface, its root system. In fact, if you were to dig up a plant, tree, you'd find there's often this huge network of roots that have been sustaining the tree with nurturement as well as support to keep it standing upright, upright no matter if it was a storm, a windstorm, etc. This is analogous to our own subconscious, where we have stored beliefs and values we develop primarily during our youth and our mental health, which is made up of our self-esteem, self-image, self-awareness, and attitude. These are the equivalent of our roots. If these aren't developing well, then chances are it'll affect us throughout the rest of our life 
preventing us from ever being able to achieve our full potential and very often living a pain of suffering and unhappiness. When we are not provided with the nourishments we need for a healthy self-esteem, such as love, acceptance, and nurturing that we hopefully received when we were young, but in many cases, we did not. And as a result, our root system becomes unhealthy, which will affect its ability to provide us, the tree, with what it needs to survive and thrive. As was the case for me, I entered adulthood riddled with low self-esteem, anger, distrust, and unhealthy beliefs about myself and the world that would negatively impact my own ability to grow, prosper, and be happy. In fact, I was the opposite, unhappy, scared, and full of pain and suffering. The change began with a choice to get help. I now entered the personal growth stage. This first step, personal growth, is the development of our root system, our subconscious. Now with that healthy, strong, and self-esteem, confidence, awareness, while learning to take charge of our life versus assuming a victim mindset. With the assistance of professionals, we take that hard look within to understand what we are doing and why we're doing it. For those able to endure the challenges we uncover and develop the courage to make changes, we heal our current root system. We begin to grow. It begins to expand, getting ready for us to really grow and develop ourselves as a human being. We must provide it, however, with the right nutrients that we did not receive and slowly build this new root system or subconscious that it develops so uh, that it develops our resilience, that we are more prepared to weather whatever comes our way, just as a tree must survive storms, droughts, and harsh weather. So based on the ability to be able to meet our personal growth, which once again, is about developing a healthy self-esteem, self-awareness, self-worthiness. That's what really allows us to be able to walk out into life and be able to be much more upright and withstand the kinds of challenges we experience in life today. So that's great, that's step one. But what if we wanna go further? Stage two is self-discovery. With this foundation in place, we can now focus on becoming our full potential, developing the strength of our trunk and branches, right? You know, this is now our being that we're really creating so that we display our beauty and bear our fruits. Because right, the tree, the trunk, all the things now that are above the surface, the things that others can see, the things that we can see ourselves about ourselves. So we can see our beauty, bear our fruits, blossoms, and whatever our gifts are into the world. There are those who decide to go further with their growth, with a focus on becoming their full potential. Once again, we venture back within ourselves to understand the strengths and aspects of self that is holding ourselves back. We decide what kind of a tree we wanna be, the fruits that we wanna bear, how big we want to be. We learn that our motivation now comes intrinsically in our belief in self versus waiting for that self-esteem acceptance to come from others. 
we can now provide the ability to be able to grow through our root system, through our healthy self-esteem and self-awareness. Along with a set of values that we've developed and beliefs that fit who we are and who we want to be, we develop the very core of our being and realize that it is our attitude and beliefs that drive our behavior and ultimately the consequences we experience. That last sentence was powerful in itself. I'll often deliver a talk just on, I call it the ABCs of growth. And it's just about how our attitude is so essential to who we are and who we become because that along with our beliefs is what drives our behavior and ultimately the consequences that we experience in life. We learn to become our full potential as a human being and choose a path that is consistent with who and what we are. The chosen path influences our life and career decisions. We redefine what happiness and success means and blaze this new path becomes our path, our chosen path, not somebody else's, but now because of the healthy self-esteem, beliefs that we can be who we are, beliefs that we can be successful and achieve what we wanna be, those are the ingredients now for us really beginning to become our full potential and focus that potential on what and who we really wanna be. These choices are difficult to make and require that we learn to set aside old beliefs and the conditioning we experienced, which influence what these beliefs should be. Notice I said should be, not will be. We define that. The trunk of our tree fueled with core beliefs and values that we have defined for ourselves. Again, by pushing aside old beliefs what others told us to feel and believe, what society told us to feel and believe, and what were the definitions of success and happiness to those that we want to define for ourselves. This allows us to let go of any limiting beliefs so that we can fully blossom. A limiting belief is something we've typically developed deep in our subconscious has been based on negative experiences and our perception was formed that we are less than worthy. So through my youth and childhood, as a result of all of the trauma I experienced and the abuse, I walked out with a hardcore belief that I was not a worthy person. And so that is if what we believe that is going to drive our consequences. And no wonder I kept repeating these patterns to only be consistent with what my belief was until I became conscious of what had happened and then chose to change that belief. That was the work in the personal growth stage. And having that done, now my self-discovery phase, I could really start determining who I wanted to be and then begin the emphasis and work to really begin to become that person in effect to become my full potential. It's a hard stage since we have to leave behind what our life once was as we pursue the most valuable aspect of our life, our path, our individual path. Stage three, enlightenment. There are those who aspire to go even further. 
with a quest to understand the meaning of life and how they fit in, their purpose in life, and or answer life's deep and profound question. This was the case with me. After becoming successful in my career, there was still this gnawing feeling inside of me of which there's something more, something I'm not addressing. And over time, that became clearer to what that was. And that was the quest for me to go and discover, for me, the meaning of life and how I fit in. This is an ultimate quest for growth, which I refer to as the stage of self-enlightenment. With each stage, it is harder because you must go deeper and deeper within, along with confronting the deep and profound questions that make us uncomfortable. Number one, thought the concept of dying. In fact, that was so much my fear because my mom dying young that I had to confront that and I chose volunteer opportunities subconsciously. I didn't even know it at the time, but all of a sudden when I look back now and I saw the common denominator of the areas I volunteered in as an EMT or emergency medical technician on ambulance, as a hospice care worker, as a counselor in a children's oncology camp, it was about confronting death. We also must leave our comfort zone and safety in numbers as we move out on our own. There's often not a lot of people that really wish or care to join you as you talk about this. As a matter of fact, there's often a fair amount of resistance. They wanna hold you back and ask why that doesn't seem normal, they say. But there's a, result, a reason that we wanna pursue this. And again, now let's think back. The personal growth gave us that self-esteem to will it be willing to be able to make choices for ourselves and stand up for ourselves. Then there was a self-discovery, which started to learn about our full potential, realize we can do what we set out for. And then ultimately, there was the, well, what do I stand for? What is life all about? And that led to the enlightenment stage to help to give me focus, meaning, and purpose. As you progress through the stages, you will also find that there are fewer and fewer people on such a similar journey. The reward is characteristic of those who strive to reach the peak of Mount Everest. Those who are alone stand on some pinnacle and achieve this awareness and feeling that few words can ever describe other than those who have been there. We come to know life itself and confront our mortality, which provides the greatest meaning to life. The following quote was placed on my desk by a colleague who apparently had recognized what was going on with me at the time. I was doing well at work, I was obtaining promotions, moving up, but still she knew me deep inside, still wasn't happy. In fact, I came to tears when asked the question, Michael, are you happy? And I admitted, I don't even know. I, I guess I should be. I've got all of these elements in life, but you know what? I'm not, and that bothers me. And as a result, I burst into tears. This explained a nagging itch to keep growing, but I had no idea what it meant. Indeed, it was the call as described here. Throughout your life, there is a voice only you can hear, a voice which mythologists label the call. 
a call to the value of your life. The choice of risk and individual bliss over the known and secure. You may choose not to hear your spirit. You may prefer to build a life within the compound to avoid risk. It is possible to find happiness within a familiar box, a life of comfort and control. Or you may choose to be open to new experiences, to leave the limits of your conditioning, to hear the call. Then you must act. If you never hear it, perhaps nothing is lost. If you hear it and ignore it, your life is lost. Jennifer James. I was very fortunate to have spent time with a group who shared this quest, a similar quest of enlightenment. We ventured around the world, listening to people from every walk of life who shared their own experiences and realizations. There were teachers as Native American Indians, gurus, yogis, etc. The depth of their awareness and realizations was so amazing to me and an inspiration for me to stay and more explore this path. Without an open mind, such a journey is not possible, with the exception for those that have a sudden awakening. I listened countless hours to yogis, near-death experiencers, Native American Indians, Sangomas or witch doctors in Africa, representatives from near every religion, metaphysical gurus, authors, along with people just like myself on the path. It all began to make sense. I was not alone anymore. There were others on such a quest. And what they did sort of helped me begin to think and contemplate about my own path. But my path would be different than anyone else's. It would have some similarities, but it would be unique to me just as I am unique. My favorite movies related to this stage are Kevin Costner in Dances with Wolves and my favorite Bill Murray in an early movie in one of his early movies, The Razor's Edge. Very few have ever heard about this movie. Look it up, well worth it. It's actually a remake of a movie that was done in the 40s. In both cases, there were broken individuals because of the trials of their life who had then landed on a path. It will only have real meaning for those seeking a similar quest. It did me. I watched them over and over and over again, only come to realize this is, yes, I'm ready for a journey. I want a journey, but I still didn't know what, where, when, or how. Not yet. I hope that this provided enough information to review the stages related to the journey of personal growth and self-discovery. My next post will focus on another framework that guides an individual on the look within, which is very characteristic of the stages of personal growth and it continues with self-discovery, where we need to be able to peel away the many layers of self and begin to understand what's at the core our beliefs, particularly unhealthy beliefs, that are what's creating the circumstances that are leading to the negative consequences we're seeing and repeating in our life. Thanks so much for joining. Myself, if you get a chance, check out my website, www.growhumanpotential, all one word, dot com. 
There you can check out my book on this topic. I also speak, facilitate workshops, and coach on career coaching, leadership, personal growth, and self-discovery. Hey, I look forward to maybe connecting paths. Hope this helped. Have a great day. Good luck on your own journey as well.